0: forgot. That was the version without anyone talking.
1: No Aww. intro.
0: Hey, when you switch things up, that's what happens. But I let you have the drum part. I, 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 let, you, I so let you have that before I start talking. Just remember last time you were on? It was a
2: bargain. I talk over it. You even got the sticks out. You're like, I was excited for a second.
0: I, I put sticks to it, son. Put the sticks to it. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's Bark to my left is Arms. Good morning.
2: To my right is Nit. Thanks for introducing us. Since you didn't play the correct intro.
0: Hey, thanks for coming to this episode. Cool. Oh. Leaving, me with, leaving me with Arms
2: at five thirty a.m.
1: in the morning on the last one. All jokes aside, at come on. Five twenty. He's like, hey, if Nit doesn't come, I think we're going to go back to bed. I'm like, did you read the text last night? Yeah, I that said it said he's probably not going to be here because <laughs> he's not going to be here.
2: Yeah, when, when, yeah. when I say probably, it's almost 100%. Like, my probably is almost affirmative. I've learned that. Yeah.
0: T- today, when you said probably, I was encouraged. I was like, was <laughs> <Nitto's>
2: coming. <laughs> Possib- yeah, but my possibly, my possibly is probably won't make it. Okay, possibly and probably. I'll, they're very pos- close in terms, but... Are you going to be here? Possibly. Don't, don't bank on me being here. Okay. All right. Before we get too much farther...
0: Here's what you're going to hear about on the back row fantasy show today. We're going to talk about some week 12 plays of the week. We're going to talk about the barn burner of a game that happened Monday. Thank you. Between the Rams and the Chiefs. And we will focus some time on this one. And we are also going to talk about uh, trade deadlines. Does your league have them? Does your league not have them? Where do we stand on trade deadlines? Because but, it is a hot topic right now. It is a hotter topic than walking into a dimly lit store, buying a reggae album and a choker <laughs> chain. It's more hot topic. than I was wondering where
2: you're topic.
1: going with that. Oh,
2: like, I, I agree. I mean, it's it's harder to be more hot topic than hot topic. Absolutely. But, but this, this is the hot topic. Is hotter than hot so, topic.
1: So I talked about that last week. Hotter uh, than
2: justice. I was, that, I was so aggravated. was it was the last show, wasn't it? No, no, no. I was here. You provoked the world, the fantasy football world, apparently.
1: Obviously, everyone heard me talk about it. Now it's a big thing.
2: Trendsetter. Trendsetter. The, What'd you talk about? He talked about trade deadlines or not. Oh, yeah. Well, just, I mean. Just
0: briefly. I don't really
1: think anyone's reading your
2: Twitter oh, no, account.
1: no. No, no, no. It wasn't my Twitter account. It was the show. <laughs> the show? Well, it no, it provoked Twitter. We got about as many listeners as Gut Check. Let's be honest. Oh, I know. I, I'm an, I'm entirely
0: <laughs> giving myself
1: a credit that I don't deserve. Uh, it's, okay. yeah,
0: it's just us and Gut Check fighting fighting through through the back end, just just trying to get somewhere. You know, just tumbleweeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, they still in the air? I don't think
1: so. Uh, I don't think so. Showtime. I
0: mean, they, they might pump out an episode here and there. Uh, hey, if there's one thing you can say about the Back Row Fantasy Show is, is we, we're we pretty consistent. We Consistently put out bad, but we are consistent. We put out two a week on average. Content. Hey, I'll tell you what's inconsistent. Shameless plug. Anyone else? The podcast uh, <laughs> featuring just me, sometimes some other folks. I haven't put out an episode in a long time. I did one today. There an anyone else out there. Talk a little Smashing Pumpkins new album, Little Muse new album, and how freaking bad i hate holidays so if you want to hear some uh cursing and
2: holiday rants
0: go ahead and check that out
2: shameless plug another Back shameless, to the show. shameless plug I'll, I'll never be on your anyone else it's just
0: no, no it's, it's never. vile you'll it's never a, be on that it's, it's
2: a vile show it's too rated r for you Nick. <laughs> it, it's way too i'm, I'm yeah. way too innocent for that show. same for arms he, he's never been on it and he never will it's too rated r
1: yeah, I, I don't need that kind of controversy yeah. in my life. It, it's just too gritty
2: for everybody here. Borderline. Okay. Yeah, it's it's too borderline unrateable. That's like one
1: of your first episodes, isn't it? What? The gritty? I don't even know what you're talking about. I listened to it. Oh, you listen to it. Okay, yeah. that's uh, that's
0: good. That's good. That's uh, It's vulgar. It uh, is. Very X-rated. My bad. But we digress. Tangent. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. I have dementia. No, <laughs> never mind. We're back. Let's, uh, let's start with the Rams and Chiefs because... You know what? I could do a whole episode just on the implications of that game. A hundred and five? Was it one five yeah, yeah.
1: combined points? Yeah. hundred and five. This was basically the Golden State Warriors. Basically, it's... Uh Patrick Mahomes puts catch up on stake, so he throws three interceptions and turn. Oh, he turned the ball. Over two so of many them. Times. Two
2: of them don't really. I, I'm going to say the last two interceptions. You can't really it's, count on him. I mean, he it was under a minute thirty to go with no timeouts, one timeout. Um, I mean, guessing it. You got. He was for, his hand was forced, especially on the last one. Uh, But his hand was forced on both both of them, more or less. Someone on Twitter. He doesn't make those throws in the second quarter. We'll put it that way.
1: Someone on Twitter posted the playbook's out on beating uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Let him throw wild for 57 minutes, and then in the last three minutes, his arm's going to be tired, and he'll throw it slightly (laughs) under twice.
2: Uh Yeah, you, you're not getting many opportunities against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I but,
0: think the only team that can beat them even when that happens is – uh well, not the only. The Rams prove they can do it. The Saints can beat them. I think so, too. I mean, the uh, Saints I, beat the Rams. I'm really uh – I'm on the Saints train right now, to be honest. I'm, the, I'm on the three-team train. Any of those teams can beat the other at any given time, in my
2: opinion. Oh, I agree. I agree. But, I think I, the Rams – if the Rams-Saints play tomorrow – the at at LA Coliseum I think the Rams come out ahead. I, yeah, I mean I think it just comes really it comes down to who has ball last.
1: I believe it comes down to the experience of the quarterback for all three teams. Let's just look at the breakdown. I don't uh, I
2: don't know. I don't.
1: No, I mean the the more experienced quarterback makes a few less mistakes and that's that's who's won each of the games. I don't buy that.
2: See I again where I, I should have kept going with the two interception thing like Three
1: interceptions.
2: Uh, the the last oh. two interceptions not counting. I mean, Jared Goff put the ball on the ground what twice. Uh, I so yeah, they both put the ball on the ground from the pocket. They both threw interceptions in the middle of the game on unforced errors. I I don't think either of them. Either it didn't come back down to quarterback play. Oh, my God, look at I'm the. I'm not lines, saying he played you know?
1: bad. I'm just saying. Just a little bit more management.
2: It's I mean, maturity matters. Well, here's where I'll go with your management, uh your management uh comment there is I thought they should have managed the game better with the run game. If you it's it's hard to pick out complaints. First off, the most entertaining game I've watched ever. That was awesome. I, I watched every moment of it. It it was exciting to the end. Uh but at some point I was like, When are they gonna run Todd Gurley? When they gonna run cream up? Because on when the Rams were going on their kill the clock, when they got the ball back off the the second to last Mahomes uh, interception, they threw the ball three times. Now it was all like uh, quick outs, tight ends, and stuff. But one of them got knocked out. It's like, dude, you got the, you got the best running back in the league, put it in his belly to get ten yards on three carries. That was the worst Todd Gurley game all season. Easy. It's still all right. I, I mean, mean, it was still fine, but no
0: touchdowns. Uh, not close to a hundred yards on the ground or in the air. Very un
1: Todd Gurley like, if you ask me. Barely barely gotten to the nineties in total total yards. That's not Tragic. That's not Todd Gurley. <laughs> no. Todd Gurley lets you down with like eight point five points or, or nine point five points. Pathetic, Todd. Todd, Todd Gurley, you know what? Sitting this week.
0: He You have to. Okay. Todd Gurley usually <laughs> lays you down as gently as a quarterback getting sacked. But this week he's just like Nineteen
1: ninety eight, boom. I just think, tough acting tonight. I, I think all the, the There's just too much, the game, too much of a game. Too much of a game. I am sitting all these players. I am sitting all of them this I, week. All, I, everyone in week twelve. Okay. okay. Luckily, I went into my Monday have night. week. It <laughs> well, helps.
2: Luckily, I went into my uh, my Monday night game needing with. with with Ty Gurley needing some points to win, I had Jared Goff, and Ty- I, I had Jared Goff and Tyreek Hill, and they exploded, man. Tyreek Hill's electric. Oh,
1: absolutely. We knew
2: that already, but like some of the catch he made late in the game, where it got tipped right into his hands on the sideline, still controls the football, gets gets a foot down twice, but like was able to make a move inside the hash. I mean, the guys, the guy's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. The one thing, if you have a knock on him. Returning punts from the two yard lines, kind of a no no, but hey, it's Tyreek Hill. He's brilliant. He can do anything. Look, I mean, what about, he, he can make three guys miss in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I'll trust his judgment.
2: Yeah. And I'm not trying to take away from Tyreek.
1: How about Chris Conley?
2: That was a heck of like, a catch in the end zone. And he just plays second fiddle so well. Sammy Watkins was about to say it. in the game. overtook his. He's overtaken Sammy Watkins. You think so? I think so, Chris Conley.
1: Yeah, he had several receptions. I mean, I know,
2: but the way you said that, you mean rest the season. Yeah, I think Chris Chris Conley is a reliable target in within that offense. We've within never been that on you guys. I'm not. I'm not trying to say you,
0: that's crazy. I'm just. Uh, I you took me. You took me aback.
2: No, I mean, it took me off guard. No, you had five, nearly five hundred yards of passing for the Chiefs. You know. You're not going to get seven receptions, 75 yards week in, week out with Chris Conley. You're not, definitely not going to get the two touchdowns. But can you get four and 60? Can you get a 10-point game every week? I think you can with Chris Conley. If you're in a deeper league needing a wide receiver, absolutely go get a Chris Conley off the waiver wire for a push. For a what? A playoff push. Okay, a push. I mean, he does have four touchdowns
1: already in the year. I, I liked him because I'd never... Heard liked of
0: Samuel numbers, right, too. That is.
1: That is I liked him in the offseason because I didn't... I just never did believe in Sammy Watkins. I mean, I know he, he left the game early or played limitedly in this game, but, you know, I, I, I just like the size of Chris Conley. He's a, a little bit bigger receiver, one of those, you know, out-body someone type guys, and... I think, with, especially as Pat Mahomes over the years, next year, you know, especially builds more rapport with him, it's it's
2: a, a different large outlet. Not named Travis Kelsey. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. makes sense.
2: Yeah, the third down, the third down touchdown, the third down touchdown catch he had, where he plucked it out of the air in the middle of traffic, right on a on a laser thrown in there from you know seven yards away, was was just awesome. I mean, it, like he got his hands up last second, plucked it out of the air. Take it down. It, I like Chris Conley's ability. Moving forward, he'll play a very Sterling Shepherd role within this offense. It would be a fantasy that's, that's valuable. Yeah, fantasy football resource yeah. for someone needing a wide receiver. I like
1: now, it. Now on the other side, Josh Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Josh Reynolds I like not we, only Reynolds. Goff is just legit, but oh. Josh Reynolds. I, I love it's, Josh Reynolds uh, and a player like him. I mean, obviously he doesn't play the same game as like a, a Brandon like Cooks, you. but you're not getting rid of Cooper Cup. You know, he's he's got I guess more of a similar role of a, of a Robert Woods, but that kind of makes one of those receivers possibly expendable instead of having to pay him. Wouldn't go that far yet. No, I'm just saying instead of if the, I if mean when i wants a big contract next year, off Susan wise. Yeah, listen, it, it's a business. I I understand that, but.
0: If you look at most teams throughout the league, and, and I'm just thinking of ones off the top of my head, Geronimo Allison, one of our preseason sleepers, hurt. Other players thrust into action. Miami, receivers hurt and out. Oakland, receivers hurt and out. Are they Cincinnati, still professional football teams? Yeah, but but literally, just about every team in the league, Will Fuller, Texans, one of the receivers are bound to miss some games every year. So if you're the Rams, Cooks, Cup Woods, Josh Reynolds, no one's expendable. to beat. I mean, they they do have I, two
1: guys
2: on rookie contracts, they, so that's a big benefit. I get for that, him. but, but, I, but they, I mean, they they talking about uh, Cup, Josh Reynolds. Cup Reynolds Josh is Reynolds. still cheap. Yeah, they just extend. They extended Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods kind of on the tell into his veteran contract. So I mean, I think you have to bring back a Robert Woods. He, he yeah, he's too cheap if he to let tries, go.
1: If someone offers him more money, I just don't see the Rams wanting to match it. I,
0: I get that. you got to remember, the Rams are masterful with the salary cap. Masterful. Look at their super team they've assembled now. Is there teams that can beat them? Yes, but their roster on paper and what they're paying players, they, ha- they have it down to a science. It's a work of art the way they have squeezed the salary cap yeah, to you, adjust to all You their have needs. a lot
1: of benefit of having J- Jared Goff on a rookie contract. You've got you know Cooper Cup on a rookie contract. We also
0: got Indama Kinsu and Aaron Donald and Akeeb Taleb and Marcus I, Peters oh and Todd Gurley and, and the list just goes on and on and on about players that they're paying fairly. They've just figured it out. They can make Robert Woods
1: work. Possibly. Yes. I'm just saying if, if he goes out and tests the market it's a possibility that he goes. That's that's my point. It yeah. is. Oh yeah, yeah. Like well, why? A why pay? If someone else is saying, "Hey, I'm Robert, you come here and we're going to make you pay you as our number one receiver." Eh, okay. Oakland, keep... Oakland, wants to pay him as number one receiver. Okay. <sighs> See, ya. now I don't think he's number one receiver. I don't think he's number one receiver. But we've seen this happen before, where someone is a star, as the number two or number three, really, even on this team. You know, he's he's going to garner a large contract. Cousin Garner. Thank you.
0: That team has a lot going for them. I, I agree. I, I don't. I, I don't you. know how many players on that team are going to be selfish enough to want to walk away for the money, that, considering that this could be a dynasty. Thank and that, you. And
1: that could be the yes. the Robert Woods mentality. He did come from a god awful Buffalo team. He's just he, happy now. He young. wants. He's happy winning. That's a possibility too. You're right.
0: Yeah, it's literally like going from this year's Cavs to this year's raptors.
2: And what Sean McVay brings to that organization? I mean, the dude is just like magnetic. Like, I mean, he, Magneto. He he's magnetic. He I'm just not raises going, his
0: arms and his players do what they what no. he needs them no, to. No, I mean,
1: he ran down the sidelines, broke up a fight last week I think it was with Aaron Donald and is like in his face like, "No, you're smarter than that. Be the better guy. Get back out there and play."
2: He can control an Undomican Sue. He yeah. can control an Aaron Donald. Like <laughs> his his personality type attracts people to him. And that's why I think they're they're not gonna have a, a problem keeping people around. Jared Goff will take a hometown discount when it comes time. Like that dude loves Sean McVay. Like the, he should. They in why risk but, your career but, right, over a little bit of money? Do you want to end up with Jeff Fisher again? I mean, it won't be Jeff Fisher, but do you want to end up in that situation? No, you want to be around Sean McVay. Like, they just – this this has dynasty – I'll go ahead and say it. This has dynasty, at least consistent winning, consistent regular season domination written all over, at least for five, six years.
1: And, I mean, even if they don't make it this year. So, let's let's just say in theory that the Saints do. They get upset. How many years – do the Saints have Drew Brees left? You know what I mean. Because then, then that becomes NFC is between the Rams and the Bears. Yeah. You know, in in theory, going forward, it's and the Rams Bears are
2: Bears. the Bears are a mile behind the Rams oh, too. I agree one hundred percent. That's just supporting what you're saying. Like the Rams have a chance to be a dynasty, man. Absolutely, dude. That was an exciting game. To, just back to that game in general. God, great game. Bang, bang, back and forth all game long. Oh, look, and, You just reminded me of some cactus, Jack. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. And uh, Talk about the defense for a minute. Dude, the defense, 54-51, but the defense has made plays. What was it? The Rams put up 21 points defensively? That's insane. Ezekiel Abukum, like, is that his name? Uh, Samson.
0: Two, okay. two, same, th- yeah. What, Ask
2: we, Jason Witten. He'll, he'll, he'll have two. like a three-minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, at Chikubuki, Witten was struggling on that name. Couple, uh,
0: two touchdowns. Who? When's the last time you remember?
2: Witten's an outside linebacker.
0: <laughs> yeah, an outside linebacker, especially getting two, not one, but two touchdowns. Maybe never I don't know I it's happened. Happened.
2: I'm I'm sure it's happened right. yeah, I mean it happened.
0: But it was strip sacks That they recovered K- in the end zone Khalil Mack was an outside linebacker Yeah I'm sure he's got two but, touchdowns Somewhere along that But dude
2: he mowed He mowed Patrick Mahomes over On the second one Like Mahomes was like You're not getting this end zone He's like Dude Get out of my way Yeah Just I'm gonna fall over you now and Patty See Ice you. is just like I don't know <laughs> Now.
0: I know, I sound more like Cartman than
1: Pat. No, guys, it's, it's <laughs> Pat,
2: Pap- did you catch his voice a little bit? Like calling in plays in the huddle. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, dude. Yeah, it's it's humorous. It's little froggy. A I'm not gonna. Dude, I'm sure my voice sounds horrible. As it looks, though,
1: it felt like... We're not here for voices. We're here for looks. We're here for
0: YouTube. That's why we went YouTube. I mean, uh, the reviews are glowing since we put our faces on on the They're like,
1: oh, gosh. Now I can't even listen to you without throwing up my mouth. Right. Uh, I'm putting faces to voices, and it's just that much worse. (laughs) God-awful.
0: Let's talk some uh, starts of the week so we can talk some trade deadline. Do we like it? Do we hate it? Uh, You know what? Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I Happy hate the holidays. I'm not going to. This is my favorite one, though. Yeah, because we get to eat.
1: And- it's not even about that. Like to me, Christmas is. There's a lot of ungrateful people Consumer about it. Consumer holiday. It, it, that frustrates me. So I get you get all the the love and the camaraderie of your family for Thanksgiving, without the someone being disappointed because they didn't get the right shirt, <laughs> or you know, oh you know, oh your oh your grandma, you know, she really thought that that you know. Sweatshirt Not a hoodie That sweatshirt You would really like But it's knitted <laughs> You know It's like Knitted Knitted I've seen people And I've just been around it before to Where they're like eh, I don't I don't like that I'm gonna re-gift this Someone I'm like man Just be appreciative Of what you get right. That's the reason I like Thanksgiving better it's, It is my favorite Presents That, that presents said Christmas
2: I, I When I get that gift I'm like man Oh sweet They they, they left the UPC on this Sweet <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I, I can't complain. <laughs> Return I have, it
1: to Walmart. They'll take back anything. I
0: know. I literally get like two gifts for Christmas. Like me and my wife don't buy for each other. Like we we just don't do that stuff. We don't do. Loving. We don't do uh, Valentine's Day or anything. I'm living, I'm, li- I'm living the dream. Romanticism. But when I do get presents, it's gift cards. And it's usually Amazon. <laughs> and I, it just, you know, that's, that's that the That explains same as- all of your boxes of
1: cords. You're like, I just yeah. buy boxes of cords on Amazon. I'm a
0: big fan of cords. You cords know, if, and things with buttons. If life ever gets too tough, I've got a box of cords to, to hang from. That's, <laughs> That's dark. That's dark. Morbid. No, life's good. I love life. So let's talk uh, starts of the week. One of you fellas want to go first on... Uh, Nitto, I'll let you go first.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm going to stay on the Baker Mayfield train. I mean, at Cincinnati, Cincinnati's defense is horrendous. It like is. God, Proven to so be... <laughs> Pro- proven to be like a bottom five defense to me like this is not looking good. I, I understand the Saints it Thank was God the Hugh Saints Jackson is back Yeah I understand the Saints did it to him but uh Baker's Baker's electric man he he's coming along he's progressing well uh <laughs> did they sign Hugh Jackson just to <laughs> like <laughs> Stop the Baker Mayfield train for Week One. They're going to fight. Nah, I don't know. I, I don't know. If you get that, but not to get on that tangent. I, I just like what ba- the way Baker Mayfield is progressing. I like him going against a reeling Cincinnati, not only defense but offense. I mean, their offenses look yeah pathetic too. Luckily, the Bengals are five and five. But I think Baker and the three and six and one Browns get it done on Sunday. I think this is where the
0: Browns go on a, a little run to end their season. I I, I like the call. Oh, I love me some Baker, best rookie get quarterback in the class.
2: I just wish he had more uh, weapons around him. Like Nick Chubbs right. becoming a rushing weapon, he needs another receiver with Jarvis Landry to be more consistent. Or just Give to him, get
1: something going with Jarvis Landry. They
2: need a second option in the, and it's sad they don't have a reliable second option in the passing game other than Baker scrambling and someone randomly getting open. So. That's the only knock on that all.
1: I mean, the Bengals. If I'm not mistaken, didn't they start really, really solid on defense this year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, right now they're like the fifth or sixth worst passing defense in the league. Trending horribly. Like just went the wrong way, and like the past five weeks they've just been god awful. Yep. And I'm with you on Baker. I think that's a good call. I, I man, I'm going in a different direction though. Do um, you want a quarterback controversy in Baltimore? Because playing no. the Bengals in Oakland back to back weeks. That's how you get a quarterback controversy in in, uh, in Baltimore no, because no. you can make anybody look good against those two defenses. Lamar Jackson, if he gets a start again this week, it looks like it's going to happen. Um, he, he's just going to light up the fantasy scoreboard this week. It's, I mean, it's a bad Oakland team. and They're going to be behind, and Lamar Jackson, he might not rush for 27 yards, but I don't doubt that he's going to have over 300 total yards between passing and, uh, and running, and I don't doubt that he's going to get in the end zone a couple times, whether it's on the ground or in the air.
2: I'll give you credit. They made Nick Mullins look really well really Absolutely. good. Oakland made Nick Mullins look good in his first NFL start. However, uh, to be honest, I don't I don't see that Lamar Jackson's where a Nick Mullins is. I mean, in a professional career wise, like Lamar has a lot of development. He's uh, talent wise, three times the athlete, three times the quarterback that Nick Mullins will ever be. But Nick Mullins has learned how to be a professional backup. A professional quarterback. Lamar's got a little more development before I trust but they're him. They're both fa- rookies. Trust him fantasy wise.
0: They're both. I'm gonna give you a cheap DFS. I'm gonna do what Arms did last week with the DFS uh, with sitting Ertz in DFS. I'm gonna tell you a DFS start. Ryan Tannehill. He's coming back. He's gonna be super cheap playing against a Colts team that can be thrown on. I like me some Tannehill this week, just as a DFS play. For God's sakes, don't play him anywhere else. But DFS, cheap against the Colts. The Colts are going to get up on him because Miami's not that good. And Ryan Tannehill is going to have to throw the ball. And I think that he has a really good game coming back to end any kind of like mini-controversy that there might have been with Brock Osweiler, which is ridiculous. Uh, The real case of the Miami Dolphins are, please God, draft a quarterback next year. But I think Tannehill can be streamed – Streamed in redraft leagues and added in DFS. He's my not so obvious uh, pick of the week for me. I'll, I'll throw a not so obvious in there.
2: I like it. I like it. Flipping over running back. I'm just going to stay with my boy, my boys again. I'm going to go Phillip Lindsay against for Denver going up against the Steelers. Now that we talked about the Bengals, trend, together a
0: good season. Yeah,
2: the, the, we're talking about the Bengals trending backwards. The the Steelers are becoming a better defensive unit. They're they're starting to get back to Steeler football. However. Denver's committed to Philip Lindsay. I mean, he is the guy who provides the explosive plays for them, and he's getting more of the touches. I mean, he's out touching Freeman basically three to two. He's he's getting a a little bit more of the share, but he does a lot more with it, man. I mean, eleven carries, seventy nine yards, two touchdowns scored from like forty out, scored from inside the five also. So they're not taking him off the field in, in goal line packages but they're also using him to be the home run hitter out of the backfield. Phillip Lindsey's just a consistent play. His only non-double-digit fantasy week was the week he got thrown out of the game for throwing punches. I mean, he you can bank on 10 points. I know that ain't good, but his upside 16 to 20 points or a 26, 27-point game like last week, I mean, they're committed to him, he, and he also gets it done in the passing game.
1: I mean, it's not like the Steelers have the greatest rush defense this year. No, but they do make it hard to run on them when they get up quick. Oh, yeah, they're uh, they're, they're trending trying. in the right direction.
0: Lindsey catches the ball too. So. This isn't
2: this isn't too much. Yeah, this isn't too much against the Steelers. I'm kind of off of the play offensive players against the Steelers where I was in the early middle part of the season. Like I think the Steelers. I I believe the Steelers defense is getting better, but I also believe in the commitment to Philip Lindsey and what he does with the rock in his hand. I mean, he's averaging the rock over. He's averaging five yards a carry, which is phenomenal. I mean, the year almost ate a carry last game so
1: give me a running back arms brita brita does great against terrible defenses and there's not many worse than the buccaneers truth i mean that brita just it's going to buccaneers a lot more touchdowns on the ground than any other team in the league i see matt Breeda getting in the end zone he may it's only ugly. have t- he may only have 50 or 60 yards on the ground i actually figure he's going to have over 100 but he's definitely getting pay- hit and pay dirt this week Nice. I like short
0: short and sweet. That's that's what we got to do sometimes. Jalen Rashard going with the Raider this week. Uh, The Ravens with a not explosive offense, but Lamar Jackson, he can run it on you. He can pass it on you. But I'm making this pick just based off the fact that the Raiders.
2: Jalen Rashard? Jalen Rashard. Jalen. Okay. Uh, No, I'm just making sure that's who you wanted to go with. Yeah. Okay. All right. 100%. No, nah, I just uh, all right. I'm calling
0: conf- me confused. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyways, <laughs> the the Raiders lost Brandon LaFell to an Achilles injury. They literally have no one. They have no one not to throw the ball to, not to get carries. So no matter which way this game goes, if the Raiders get lucky and get up on the Ravens, Jalen Richard's going to see some carries. If the Ravens build a lead. Jalen Richard's going to see some passes thrown his way. Jalen Richard right now is literally the only weapon this team has outside of Jared Cook. And it's going to show for the rest of the season. Jalen Richard, fine flex play for the rest of the season, in my opinion. He's my pick of the week at running back.
2: All right. All right. I, I was just, I don't know. I got off the Jalen Richard bandwagon. But of course, I mean. I mean, Doug Martin hasn't
1: looked like the worst running back ever. You know, it, it, since he's been starting, the the concern is if it's a possibility that it's a close game, which I don't think it will be, but if it's a possibility it's a close game, they may try to grind some out with with uh, with Doug Martin.
2: Right. Either
0: way, he's, gonna see, uh, he's going to see. Jalen Richard to see the field. touches.
2: Yeah. I was just pumping you up to give me more information about Jalen Richard. My bad. I didn't mean to confuse it. Color you confused. Well,
0: you had me thinking I said his name wrong. I'm like, pretty sure his name's always been Jalen Richard, <laughs> but should I have said John Luke Picard? I, I
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. All right, my bad. I didn't mean to confuse you. I was just trying to comprehend. Just, give me, a,
0: just give me a wide receiver.
2: All right, I'll, I'll go uh guy that's hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, based on the uh, defensive matchup he gets, but the guy's a, a elite speed receiver, Marquise Goodwin. Coming off the bye, he's been kind of hurt here and there over the last few weeks. He gets right in the bye week, playing against the Buccaneers. Uh, I hate to keep using the adjective horrendous, but that's what it is. I mean, it's just a terrible secondary for Tampa Bay. Throw the ball to Marquise Goodwin. If you get him into if get it into him on a quick screen, he can turn it into 25. He can also take the top off the defense. I think he's a guy who's going to get that four-catch 75 to 125 yards. I mean, getting the ends in, like, he's that electric.
1: He's my Jalen Rashard. Oh. The Buccaneers' defense have, what, two bright spots? What, Justin Evans and Levante David? That's it? Levante David's out. Oh, okay, so that now they have one. Yeah. Uh, the occasional JPP sighting. Yeah, he's, which, he's good. He, he has his moments. He's been off this year. But I'm actually 100% with you. Um, Marquis Goodwin's my start of the week this, this week as well. Um, hot, cold, hot, but, cold. He's due for a hot he, game he, against he a
2: bad defense. feasts
1: on bad defenses. And the susceptibility of that Buccaneers defense to get beat on the deep ball it's the it's obvious. They, that's how they get beat every time. Is on deep ball. They're, he's going to torch him. Probably get in the end zone at least once. Uh, get over a hundred yards.
2: He, he's a definite he's a DFS play. No, I, no I, doubt about it. I think it. he's a definite DFS play. He's an aggressive dynasty standard league play, but it's still a good play. I mean, you could take him over some of our sits of the week. I'd say. I'm going outside
0: the box again. You guys, I'm I'm just going to go outside the box the whole show. Lamar Jackson's came out and said that the Ravens will be throwing against Oakland. All right. I believe him. Okay. and, and, and if you, It should be easy. It should be. But if you think about the snaps that Lamar Jackson has gotten on the practice field when the Ravens are running two wide receiver sets, who does Lamar Jackson uh, throw to on the other field? Willie Sneed. That's who he's probably got the most rapport with. And I see Willie Sneed having a pretty solid game this week. Oh, I love you. Pacing the Ravens in receptions and yards. I don't know if he'll get in the end zone or not, but receptions and yards, PPR leagues. Willie Sneed's a great play this week, and that's a guy you traded for recently. That's why why you love
2: him. I can definitely see him getting double digits.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no doubt about it. Because he has
2: been all season. He's yeah. just been a 10, 12-point guy all season. Somehow he goes for 5 and 50 every, every week. And I, Minimum. Last week, that's what he did with Lamar. That's what he is doing with Flacco. I mean, it's a good play. I, Willie Steed's been consistently mediocre, and that's not a bad thing. On it a, sounds on, bad. Consistently mediocre on a low-end DFS play. He's a guy that you can bank on getting points to fill out a roster in DFS. Someone on a bye week. We're late in the buys, but. And What an opportunity to blow up. Mm-hmm. I mean, a- against a god-awful Raiders defense. Yep.
1: I mean, they, they've, they're devoid of playmakers at this point. Let's get our ends tight.
0: Hit it tight, get it
2: right. Tight hit, end. Hit it tight, hit it right. I'm going to keep playing. I hit mean, right. again, tight. I'm not going to go too deep on this, but I do like the Evan Ingram matchup against Philly. Philly's been just getting – Philly looks like they're in, like – a reboot mode. I mean, not 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 rebuild. They They yeah. have They have the team. Obviously, there. They're the suit defending Super Bowl. Team, but they're they they're in need of a reboot on defense. Yeah. Uh, I like what what Evan Egram has done since getting healthy, and I think it continues into a su- a successful Week Twelve against this Philly defense. I mean, not much else to say. He's been the safety blanket when healthy for Eli. Well, Eli's looked
1: better. Better of recent better. weeks. I mean, I don't know whether they've finally, you know, got the right chemistry when that offensive line
2: decided they, they decided to not throw the ball 14 times to Saquon Barkley and try to go downfield, which has opened the ball, the underneath passing game back up for Evan Ingram. You don't have linebackers and safeties flushing him but like just all over Evan Ingram. Like he's just a little more open in general.
1: Okay, I'll buy it. Armsy, Chris Herndon. Chris Herndon
0: I, I'm always game for a Herndon play
1: Staying in New York In the past uh, five weeks uh, I believe he had a buy-in there But still averaging 10.75 points per game uh, The New England Patriots are one of the bottom five defenses against tight end Herndon's a solid play this week Good to hear that uh, Yeah, no doubt He's he's a solid play this week um, I could see him getting into the top five Especially against this uh, defense that's just terrible against the tight end God God bless your heart. Listen,
0: (laughs) Eric Ebron, everyone's going to be tempted to sit him after his egg last week. Egg? You don't sit tight ends against Miami. You just don't do it. I know they've got four tight ends in Indianapolis, but Eric Ebron may not catch a ton of balls, but he's going to get back to his red zone loving ways, especially against a Miami Dolphins team that just simply doesn't like to cover the tight end. Jerome Baker, sideline to sideline rookie linebacker, has decided... I want to tackle people. <laughs> Kiko Alonso decided at the beginning of the season, I don't want to tackle people. Nobody's covering these tight ends. Eric Ebron, end zone, Bark Bank, playing with confidence.
2: Right. Creaky chair. Y'all gonna, gonna, you going to throw out some IDP,
1: or do you yeah. want to hit over to uh, the sets uh, of the week? Can go ahead and hit up some IDP. So my start of the week... Uh, linebacker is going to be Jordan Evans. So in an increased role recently, he's uh, he's played quite well. He's actually the number four, or excuse me, number twelve linebacker over the f- past four weeks.
0: Going way against you on this one.
1: Well, he, he's he had a rough week last week. Arguable. Okay, um, but he's facing a young Browns team that really, really, really wants to establish a run. I mean, they have committed to Nick Chubb basically being the the workhorse of that team right now. The bell cow. Yeah, and he is, and rightfully so. So I think that that's going to be uh, playing right in Jordan Evans' hand out of Cincinnati. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Dude. You no. got any? Preston- I wouldn't ask the question if I had some.
0: I just okay. would have given you some. Preston Brown, put on injured reserves. I was going to say, if you're playing, if he's on IR. He's on IR. You say Jordan Evans. I say Hardy Nickerson. Hardy Nickerson had a big game with Preston Brown out last week. And uh, me and Arms are just going 50-50 on this one. I I think we could both be right. We could both be right, but I really like Hardy Nickerson this week. Last week had a great week. I picked him up off waivers. One of my only waiver guys that I actually won this week, thanks to Gus the Gummy Gator, going for way more football dollars than (laughs) Gus the Gummy Gator Edwards ever should.
1: 52 on a $100 total season budget. In the gut
0: check league, uh, Every team has a budget of 1000 football dollars. A lot of teams have not spent anything because rosters are too big. Gut Check spent $1,000 on Gus <laughs> Edwards. <laughs>
2: $1,000. $1,000. 100% of his cap, of his free agent budget. Um, I, lo-
0: I love you, David. It's no wonder you're not on the air anymore. Oh, I'm just playing, man. Man. Nobody, nobody's really caring in this league because free agents there are none. So when one comes up, I bet eight eighty. I bet (laughs) eight eighty. I'm with you, Dave and uh, Gus. I'm with you. All
2: right, I'll give you one at the safety position. Uh, Not so much a uh, not so obvious anymore, but alert. Justin Reed's real good, and he's a really productive IDP safety. Thank you. 99% of the snap count. I don't know when he came off the field over the last few weeks. I don't know. I don't know. Did he, like, need water? Are they not counting his special teams play? I don't know, but he's on the field all the time.
0: So, there you go. Let me tell you somebody that's been atrocious for fantasy this season in IDP leagues. And it makes me sad. Rashad Jones has been nothing short of average this season. Who called it? I did. Andrew Luck is One of the best quarterbacks in the league this year, Rashad Jones is going to get plenty of right. tackle opportunities on the tight ends up the middle. Rashad coming from the safety spot to the middle of the field, meeting him. 10 tackle game for Rashad Jones this week.
2: Good lord, that'd be that's season high, then, right?
0: Likely, likely.
1: Right. I'll, I'll give you a little double hitter on the safeties. Sean Williams out of Cincinnati. We've Pat- said his name every episode. What, Sean Williams? Sean Williams, he's had
2: a lot episode. of name drops. I like
1: it. I, I like Sean Williams though. Say it. Say his. I am just saying. Name. In the past five weeks, he's at the low is twelve points. You'll die at the hand of my sword, and I'll hit you with another one who hasn't been great so far. But Haha ha, Clinton Dixon. The past four weeks of four, that four tackles, five tackles, eight tackles, eleven tackles in consecutive weeks. He's just getting better as he's getting acclimated to that team. I like that one a ton. Bang, bang, bang. I do. Ha- you, either of you guys got D line, Demonte Kazee,
0: Atlanta. Drew Brees is clicking on all cylinders. DeMonte, cause he's gonna have a big week at safety. In the secondary. He's a guy you're starting anyways. I just want to give him his props, especially against a team like the Saints. DeMonte, because he's gonna be big.
1: Gotcha. Drop
0: gotcha. me that D line. Mm-hmm. Marcus Golden. I'm throwing him out there. Tackle monster so far. I've said his name too much. He's Sean Williams at the defensive imposition for me. Marcus Golden, if he's not getting you sacks, he's getting you tackles. Start him with confidence the rest Man, I of really season. I just really
1: thought we talked about Jesse Bates a lot. I don't remember a lot of Sean Williams. Mm-hmm. There's matter. some it Cam Hayward, uh, back-to-back weeks with a sack playing hey, ca- playing against Case Keenum, who just isn't that great. I mean, he holds onto the ball a little bit too long. That's the biggest knock with Case Keenum. Why he's not that? You like Case Keenum? I do like him better you than him. Who, what Mark's Mariota. I do like him better than Mariota. That's what I was. But for. he just holds onto the ball a little bit too long. That's why. I mean, he's got arm talent. That's just the reason why he's not one of the top quarterbacks in the league.
2: Yeah, if you're really thin at defensive line, BJ Hill's kind of come on in the last few weeks, giving you some more consistent play on the New York Giants line for, as a rookie, getting a little more snap count, staying in the rotation a little bit longer. He is going up against Winston, the Eagles, who's a magician at getting out of a lot of sack opportunities. But BJ Hill's there. And there ain't nothing and he's better than getting more beach. So,
0: anyways, let's do some sits. Arm shakes his head. What? BJ Beach. The Beach, baby. Be chill. Let's go. Let's blow through some sits so we can talk about some <laughs> trade deadline. Do
2: you want to start it? Hey, I'll, I'll keep the rotation going. I I am kind of torn at uh quarterback this week. I'm I'm gonna stay in that Cincinnati Cleveland matchup. I, I think the not only is the, the Cincinnati Bengals defense reeling, that entire team's just off right now. Andy Dalton going up against a Bad Browns defense, but I think the Browns are going to play inspired football. And I they're going to win sit. the battle of Ohio. Yeah. It, Andy Dalton's been borderline. You know, he's in and out of there. He's a bi- more of a bye week quarterback. Sitting him, Phillip Rivers against Arizona. You look at that matchup and go, man, San Diego's going to crush Arizona. However, it's going to be on the ground game. It's going to be a whole lot of Melvin Gordon. I think Phillip Rivers just has a pedestrian in that very average game. If you have someone better, play that quarterback. Phillip Rivers. Off
1: my radar. Phillip Rivers is my
2: sit as well. Um, they're they're going to win,
1: and they're going to win going away, but it's going to be on the back of Melvin Gordon. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go
0: with Deshaun Watson this week. This is a bounce-back game for the Titans, in my opinion. Uh, not so much on offense, defensive effort. I think they're going to give Deshaun, Whitson, Deshaun, Whitson, Deshaun Watson some problems. I
1: can't find Deshaun Watson on, uh, oh, on the
0: the docky. Demaryius Thomas has disappeared. Who? Kiki's back, though. Kiki.
2: Do you You love
0: love DT? He says no. DT. Deshaun Watson, I I think, is a guy that you can pass on this week. There's a lot of good matchups in the league this week,
1: quarterback-wise, and uh, Deshaun Watson is my guy, especially in DFS. I mean, just not a great matchup. I mean, the, the Titans' defense is just better than expected. They're just they're deceptively good despite their record. It's a good unit.
2: Good big unit. unit. Sit a good. running back for me, Nick. All right, this one's going to be kind of an aggressive sit, but I got my reasoning, and I'm going to stay on the salty Bengals bandwagon. I'm going to sit Joe Mixon this week again. I love the, that. The Browns are playing inspired football. You said they're going to go on a run. I, think I don't so. think it's a bad defense altogether. They have a good line, and the last week against the Ravens. Joe Mixon had 14 yards rushing. He did get in the end zone in that 14 yards. Only thing that saved him. Yeah, Yeah. you take him out of there and he was just bad. Uh, 12 12 rushes, 14 yards. I don't think the Bengals are going to have a good day whatsoever on a cold day at home. I'm just staying away from all Bengals at this point. It's a little saltiness with that squad, but... I if you got a better play I'm not playing Joe Mixon in DFS and I'd stay away from him if you're fortunate to have a better running back. He's uh, he's been a tad disappointing. It's an improvement over his rookie year but there is some disappointment
1: there. Almost? I mean, he's a solid running back but not a great running back. Right.
2: He he hasn't taken it to elite levels Correct. like we were hoping.
1: Correct. Uh my sit also aggressive based on the most recent body of work that he's put together. Aaron Jones Aaron Jones has been real, real solid the last few weeks. However, that Vikings defense has only allowed two rushing touchdowns so far this year. I mean, they're they're nothing to just sneeze at. Guys, it's a real solid defense. Um, I think Jones will be put okay stats up, but odds are if you have Aaron Jones, he was not your number one or number two running back. So you probably have another option. Exactly. You've got a better option most likely on your team. And I'm just staying away from the number two uh, rushing defense in the league this week. I like that call as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson this week as
0: a guy that uh, I think you should absolutely sit. And and my reasoning is off the wall, son. He reportedly came out and uh, told a Bleacher Report reporter that he still likes to whip his kid with that leather belt. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Uh, I don't want to talk about the that the politics of it because I don't I don't care. But I think the Cowboys are going to come out and they're going to have that little bit of extra incentive to shut Adrian Peterson down. That's ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, but I just I think they're going to shut him down, and I think you're going to hear some trash talk if anybody's mic'd
2: up. Don't be surprised if you hear like, "Who's
0: getting whooped now, Adrian?" I mean, <laughs> who's getting who's getting whooped now?
2: I don't see Leighton Vander Esch saying that. Woo, Leighton Vander Esch,
0: straight out of Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, no, not Des Moines. Where's Dan Cummins from? Uh Duh. duh. Cordelline, Yeah, there we go.
1: Great linebacking Cord. For, mm-hmm. for Dallas. All right. Ball control for Dallas with Zeke. Ball control. Colt McCoy <laughs> is starting at quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Disaster written They're, all over. I
2: mean, you you might see a nine-man front. They're going to tee off on the Washington rushing attack. I mean, yeah. it, it's beat me through the air, Colt. Beat me through the air. Go ahead. We'll wait. <laughs> beat me like Adrian be- All right, I won't go there. <laughs> uh, you know I mean, Remy, for, uh, ready for me to change the subject? Give to, me some wide receivers. Absolutely. Please right. give me
1: some wide receivers. All,
2: right. All right. I'm going to build off of me and Arms' As uh, sit at quarterback of Phillip Rivers. I'm going to kind of stay away from Keenan Allen. I- is it going to be involved? Is back
1: to back weeks for you staying away from Keenan Allen?
2: Yeah. no did know. Barker stay away from last no, week? I'm not sure. Whoever said it, if I said it, I was wrong. But this week, I'm going to double down if I said it. The Cardinals are really good in, in the secondary and in horrendous against the run. I mean, that's a formula to run Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen, I think, just has a pedestrian day. Don't bank on him being a big DFS play. Uh, you got to play him in your dynasty leagues, but you better hope you're getting production somewhere else. I'm just saying uh, it, the game plan is going to go through Melvin Gordon. We, everyone on the planet knows that. For Sunday. But they're not going
1: to be able to stop it. They're not going to be able they, to stop it. They
2: could it. put 11, 11 man box. They're not stopping it, it. It doesn't matter. They might throw the ball to Keenan against that. Possibly. Wide right. receiver
1: arms. But what's the point? Uh, wide receiver uh, is one of my favorite players in the NFL, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, after basically his first four games, he was real, real solid. After that, Hasn't broke fifty yards. Sit him. The Giants have been surprisingly effective against the pass, usually, mostly because you can run on them. But they've only allowed I think seven tu- uh, passing touchdowns so far to wide receivers this year. So that just bodes poorly for Alshon Jeffrey. And of course, factor in a little bit of Golden Tate. Obviously, Zach Ertz getting involved. I think Alshon's the one who gets covered the most.
2: He's going to draw the, the biggest. The oh, absolutely! Best, he's going to draw the best corner. Draw double coverage when the in big time passing downs, things like that. Going to be a struggle for him. He's still going to get his four receptions for probably fifty yards. But yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: I told you to sit Ebron, and of course that's going to cut into somebody's production. There's a very inconsistent receiver in Indianapolis named T.Y. Hilton who had a big game last week and has not been stringing together big games for a while. T. Y. Hilton
1: to me is going to be deadlier to your team than romaine lettuce this week. You know what's hilarious about T. Y. Hilton? So my brother, he's playing against T. Y. Hilton in the league. He doesn't know a lot about fantasy football, so he, he like calls me. and He's like, "What's my, what should my, draft do board, I, but... what should my draft board look like?" And I'm like, "All right, let me. Here's who your priority guys are in the mid rounds. Look for these guys because they might be on suspension, or you know, I see a, a path to playing time for this person." And he'll, he'll be like. Uh, this guy's got Ty Hilton this week. I'm like, what? Oh. I'm sorry, what? And he's like Ty Hilton. I'm like, it's oh Ty, it's T Y. You don't call A J Green Ag, <laughs> Adge. He's got Ag Green this week. Of course he's a Bengals fan, but it, it just cracks me up whenever people call him Ty Hilton.
0: I know it's it's almost as ridiculous as people messing up uh, that Chiefs receiver's name T Y E Hill, Ty. old, old T Y E Hill. Tia, uh, yeah.
1: Mama
2: Uh-oh <coughs> Was I, I, I will toss in
1: another one, and just from an inconsistency standpoint, Corey Davis, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. Uh, the Texans have only allowed six uh, receiving touchdowns to wide receivers this year, and a seventh won't be to Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Tight but, tight end,
2: mean it. Tight end. you sitting at tight end this week? Uh, Jimmy Graham's been on a downward trend. One reception the last two weeks questionable to play anyway, even if he does. I think he's kind of, he's taking a backseat to the rest of the receiving core uh, and Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Jones establishing himself as a reliable running back option is is taken away from some of the sh- short dump passes to Jimmy Graham.
1: And Marquez Vada and Scantling. I mean, I know he performed poorly last week, but Overall, he's a decent red zone target as well, taken away from Jimmy Graham.
2: Right. I mean he they're just kind of moved along from Jimmy Graham being a focal point of the Green Bay passing attack. I think you can safely sit him and go into the free agent landscape of tight ends and grab just right. about any of them. Go get a Gerald Everett and let him blow up for you. Good he's grat- on by. Good, yep. Oh yeah. Listen, Listen, I remember,
1: I'm sitting all the, the he might outscore I'm Jimmy sitting Graham. all the Chiefs and the Rams this week for the first time ever. This
0: is not just my sit of the week. This is my sit of the rest of the season. It's time to give up on one of our favorite Christmas players, Rudolph. Kyle Shut Rudolph. Up. He's not done any- He's not done anything. Kirk Cousins doesn't have eyes for him. He's got eyes for some digs and feeling. Sit R- Kyle Rudolph. Rightfully? Play anybody off the waiver wire. I don't even care who it is. Just there's multi- Antonio Gates is doing better recently than than Kyle Rudolph. Just sit Rudolph, rest the
2: season. You don't really need stats because you can no. see it on the field, but his stats are like, I mean, he's had 10 receptions over the last Terrible. four games. Terrible. It, it, it's bad. It's bad. He's, he's no longer a viable option. Terrible. Let's
1: talk. Hey, what, what, me?
2: Ah, hey, you're done. Yeah. yeah. My, Man.
0: Hey, 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 my sit
1: is your guys' favorite tight end, Austin Hooper, mostly because he's trash, but also because <laughs> the Saints have only allowed one uh tight end, one touchdown to tight ends this year. It's wavering on making him my start of the week, to be honest with you. He's <laughs> hot garbage. He's so
0: good. He's just so good. intermittently, like you. You're consistently like consistently good.
1: No, he's not. Yeah, dude. Yes, dude, he has, is.
0: dude has a head the size of mine. Could you imagine my head in a football helmet? That's what Austin Hooper's looks like in a football. You can't even see out of the sides of that thing. He's all smushed in there like a gusher wrapped in cellophane. But I like him this week. I think he's going to have a fine week. Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> let's talk some trade deadline. We, our league of record. There is a trade deadline. It is week 10. Am I right? Week 10? The start, oh, we got of, start week of week 10. 10. On.
1: we got to do sits on defense. You guys got any sits on There's defense? There's no
0: sits on defense. Oh,
1: I've got one. Oh, dear God. Go ahead. Good intro. <laughs> Thanks for killing that well, one, off. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you give a you couple. It's, ti- right. <laughs> it's time to move on from Miles Jack. It's yeah. an unmotivated Jaguars team. They have quit. Miles Jack's not even putting forth an effort anymore. He's been terrible the last few weeks. Um, I'll sit Cameron. Conviction. Wake.
2: Conviction. I like the conviction there. He's a
1: great player. He's just they're unmotivated. That's not the. It's not Saxonville anymore. Um, sit Cam Wake for Miami, despite being number fourteen overall in the past four weeks at uh, defensive line. Andrew Luck just never gets sacked, and DJ Swearinger just not that good with Clinton Ha Ha Dix beside him. Clinton Ha Ha Dix is just the better safety. Sit Preston
0: Brown. Rest of the season. He's on hire.
1: Thank you. Thanks. For,
0: thanks for backing that up. Good call. All right. So trade deadlines. Our friend over Adventure at trade addicts,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, trade addicts podcast,
1: and, and another. I'm our, guessing he doesn't want to do trade a trade deadline. You're pretty. Yeah. I mean the the
0: title of the show goes hand in hand with that. But our our other friend uh, Shane over at uh, Dynasty Headquarters, Dynasty HQ, also not a fan of the trade deadline. I I was in this argument today. I am a fan of the trade deadline. You got to have it. Because I think that if you don't, the integrity of 10 games of the season could be interrupted by a terrible fire sale from an owner that's given up. And who gets the best players in fire sales? Playoff teams. I don't like the way that works out.
2: The fringe playoff teams too at yes that you get a fringe playoff team well, yeah become the best team in the league
1: i'll give you an example i mean even on my team so i've got like darius guys i've got some real solid like top 15 linebackers if if right now i had an opportunity and i'm on that fringe it's like mm, yeah, i'll trade some of these uh these top flight linebackers for players who are still playing or you know a darius guys for a player who's still playing is going to help me at that wide receiver yeah, I, yeah. I mean,
0: and that's what I did. We talked about it many times on the show. I traded first for Demarcus Lawrence, got me in a title game. I mean, it helped me get in the title game. And that's sometimes you got to be forced into. It's better to be forced into making those moves on a timeline than just sitting back and being like, I'll just wait till week uh, fifteen when somebody's just desperate to get some picks for the next season, and uh, then I'll get players super friggin' cheap. Uh, yes, every team in the league has the same opportunity. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't think there are friendships in your league that influence trade decisions, you're crazy.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, I can, I will guarantee that I'm just going to say I had Travis Kelsey trying to get Jarvis Landry mm-hmm. equal trade. If anything, Travis Kelsey is more premium at his position. Agreed. And somebody said, Hey, I'll make that trade. I'm like, All right, sweet. Offered up. Two days later, two days, he comes back, he's like, dude, I would never make that trade. That's terrible. What? That is dead even. That is a dead even trade. We're not talking about so
2: you get the friendships, you get the bonds. But,
1: with- no, but I'm saying somebody's has is influencing because he made the he verbally, oh, okay. verbally made okay. the offer somebody and, talked him and of was talked out of it. Oh, yeah, that happened. Because somebody yep. said, Why would you make that trade? Jarvis Andrews is a top five wide receiver, yep. and Travis Kelsey is a top three tight end, and tight ends just aren't that valuable. Yeah, they are. They put up. He puts up wide receiver numbers, and that leads to another thing. How many people in our league do we talk about trades with?
0: I I get messages from half of our league, but it's the same half. I don't think it's because I'm a fancy expert, but we get I get messages from half the teams in the league. What do you think about this deal? And you know what? I could be a real shady dick and be like, I hate that for you, and then I could turn around and go to that team and be like, Hey, this offer is better than that guy's offer. I, I mean, you. Teams talk to each other about trades. Absolutely. Teams manipulate trade offers based off that. I I it's just a uh, trade deadline is it has to happen in my opinion.
2: I don't. I'm a man. I make decisions based on what I feel and what I think. Not all men are like you, Nit. I know. They're not
0: all created equal. Clearly. I can literally talk like a handful. Probably five guys I know in two leagues, I can talk them right out of a deal. No, don't
1: trade <laughs> or into don't
0: yeah, don't trade. For God's sakes, do not give Carry on Johnson and a first for Todd Gurley. That's terrible. Carry on's the next the next Barry Sanders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, but oh, I'm not gonna do it. Seriously, so people will start thinking that and they're like, oh, You dude, know, Carry on is solid. He is just a rookie. You know, you know you're right. I think he's going to have he's a He's young,
2: year. he's so young.
1: Oh, this year is very comparable to Todd Gurley's rookie. You know, Gurley's uh, been in
2: the league a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on just so young, but do you need a trade deadline? Back to that. Yes. Like, like. Yes. You, back to that. It, it makes it more realistic, if anything, to me. I, yeah. I, I want a fantasy football season to be realistic. Which I, I had a point giver, like ding, ding ding. If anything, I, I, my fantasy, I want my fantasy to be a reality. I, I want like to act like a GM, see? man. I want to be a GM. There
1: you go. I mean, that's th- the reason we play dynasty. Yes. Absolutely, I, we had that contract league and I loved it. I did too. It's it was just a lot of work. It was so complicated that yeah. that's what that's what killed it. But I loved whenever someone had to cut somebody because they were too expensive every year. Yeah, you know, it's like all right, I'm waiting on this guy. I'm going to sign him through a one year contract. All right, he sucks. But I think next year he's going to be good. I'm going to sign him to another year one year contract. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the year, he starts taking off. And you're signing him to a three-year contract that cost you nine years. And it's like, oh. Glory days. God, I
0: missed that. I do. I miss the contract league, but man, it is, it's hard to find a commissioner that put the time into it.
2: You had to get out pencil and paper and, yeah. and you had to have a place to record it and everything else. Cause I mean, that was a rolling list that the commissioner had to keep of where you were at on each back player the, and how many you got back when you right. cut a guy. And yeah, it's just the, the pluses and minuses were always rough.
0: Brings up two words, fellas. Pro boards. Pro board, <laughs> you remember Pro board? Oh yeah, that's where we kept uh, <laughs> the contracts. Like your league link on my fantasy league, you click it, takes you to Pro boards, free agent bidding, which is a pain. I blind Still bid waivers fuck. are the best thing ever.
1: Mm-hmm. I do like the blind bidding.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's that's another thing that it's just like a trade deadline. Like the waivers that we used to run, it was like. I bet $11 on somebody that should only cost seven, and then some jerk's gonna be like, I'm gonna make them spend a little more. 12. That's strategy. Did it all the time. I'm okay with it, yeah. but it's annoying as hell.
1: Or the, the worst part about it is whenever you bid, and then somebody waits until the very last second bids. Oh, a 24 hour period. And then they wait till the very, very end just so you can't get that person on your team. And time for the game. And there you, Great it's, strategy.
0: It's I mean, it's strategy. It's what Nick was talking about last week with his like laying down one game to get his matchup better, but we digress a little bit. But, yeah, trade deadline. Can you guys think of any reason
2: to not have a trade deadline? I was going to ask you whenever they presented the argument or, or did they present an argument for not having one? Like what's the reasoning there just other than like – Keep
0: activity? They must be in leagues.
2: They They must at least think,
0: or maybe they are in leagues where all – I'm guessing these are 12-teamers. Because I don't think a lot of lot of guys that are doing podcasts play 16-teamers like us. Correct us if if we're wrong. And we're not knocking you for doing a 12-teamer. No, not at but all. There's but there's a it, lot
1: of work put into a 16-team, especially IDP League.
0: And a 16-teamer, it is extremely hard to find 16 owners that make sound decisions on trades. So one of their arguments were, you know, if a guy wants to do it, a guy wants you know, if a trade's agreed upon, a trade's agreed upon. One of one of those kind of groups that are like, you know, we don't veto trades, never veto trades. And I'm kind of for never vetoing, but I don't like the, I, I just don't like trusting that everyone, you know, if that's what they ing- wanted, that's what they wanted. Like, no, sometimes that's why we have a judicial system. It goes back sometimes to the Sometimes you have to yeah. tell somebody you are so wrong
2: I, I that agree. you
0: are spending years away from your family.
2: It goes back to the collusion thing of friends helping friends and all that. It, it's integrity. Yeah. Um, Integrity. I mean, I
1: just. How often do you see, like, somebody give up an IR player for a really good player and a first to help them if, if right before the championship game? You know, I mean, that's that's just what it's what, deflating. Are you, are you telling me that? So let, let's say that you had. I, I can't even think of a running back who's on IR, but in real solid. So let's say you had a. a let's say Joe Mixon. Let's say you make it with Joe Mixon. Okay. And you have Le'Veon Bell, all right? And you pair Joe Mixon with Le'Veon Bell to the Alvin Kamara owner who didn't make it because he only has one running back. Jerick McKinnon on IR. I was dying to think of one. But you, you pair those two guys together to, to someone who's got Alvin Kamara, which is a virtually untradeable player, but that's a hell of an offer for Alvin Kamara. And you, you make that offer – all of a sudden, you went from having Joe Mixon as your starter in the championship game to Alvin Kamara as your starter.
2: It's none that like to me. The other part of it, you're saying it keeps activity not having a deadline. Deadline, and if anything, a deadline increases activity at it, and it forces if you're a playoff team and you feel like you have a weak spot in Joe Mixon. Why not make that trade at the trade deadline? Right. You make your decision, you need to be forced into a decision. I, I the agree. sellers have to be sellers, the buyers have to determine if they're buyers, and anyone else needs to fill out where they're at, and that's what the trade deadline gives you. If you're just going to play it up to week 14, week 15 when the playoffs start, eh, that's not a real league to me. I mean, it's just not. It's it's you're You're not playing realistic football.
0: Another great point. What's one of the most exciting days in our league? Trade deadline. The week last hour. hour. 16 teams on the league at once fighting, vying for position trying to make that last-minute deadline deal to catapult themselves into the wild card discussion or to lock up the division or to lock up a title. If you don't want that kind of excitement in your league, like what is the fun of making a trade in week 16 and then— When you're the, out of it. You're when out you're, of the plan. And then the off-season's the next day, and are you going to make more trades? No. I'll tell you what a trade deadline does. It gives you a nice gap— for buildup, as soon as that off season hits, everybody's ramped up and ready right back to start away. offering again. Yeah. It makes the league more exciting. There, boom! Trade deadlines make your league more exciting. If you don't believe me, just try it.
1: Yeah. Let, let me ask you something, kind of in, in relation to trade deadline. How do you feel about a, a one month or two month off season on a league? I'm okay with it.
2: Like a dead period, cold, yeah, the period, dead dead period. cold yeah. period? Yeah, dead period, yeah. You
1: got no, no I,
0: trade I, I period? Have have yeah. And, and we, have, we have, have one, right? It's yes. like till the Super Bowl's over. There's no trading until... I, I think it's till the Super Bowl's over. I do it voluntarily. I'm not going to play fantasy
2: football. Walk year away around. for a month. Yeah. yeah. It, it's easy for me to walk away for a month. Like, I think you have to have it. Yeah, it's a
1: decompression time. <laughs> yeah. Well, mean, there's really? gonna be some for you
2: because it's always a de- depression time for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like right now, right now it's kind of depressing. I've got, for got you, my I've it? got my championship. I got the whole just not world just not in the EFC. In my hands, I got the whole world. In my hands, got I got him. his playoff chances. In my hands, He's I'm gonna smash mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's got the whole world <laughs> in his hands.
0: Oh, I love
2: it. Got him by the. God.
0: The playoff hopes. The playoff cajonies. The, the playoff cajonies. <laughs> it was kind of uh, gratifying that I possibly put you out.
1: It was not gratifying. Kind of gratifying. It, it's possible for me to get. I think I'm the guy who's ahead of me in, on our division, I play this Burns. I think I play him this week or yeah. next. And I just need Snow I Beast uh, to lose out. I, he has to lose out because I've got the tiebreaker on him. The worst 8 and 3
0: team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> good he's, a, he's
1: on what a three game losing streak now. Yeah. Can no, we, can we also
0: what? bring up the fact that he dropped Aaron Jones one last time for the season? <laughs> this dude in our league dropped Aaron Jones mid season. Mid season. I hope you're listening, dude. And he kept bringing up the fact that we kind of like collectively voiced a veto. We don't have vetoes in our league, but we collectively voiced that Isaiah Crowell for the Green Bay backs was just not good enough. And
2: for three weeks, a free agent. I, Isaiah Crowell, and, and so, this amongst yes. one
0: of those buddy relationships in the league that we talked about earlier. And for
1: three weeks after, so when Isaiah Crowell got his hot start, like he's posting oh, all, yeah. over he's league all over our page, he's like, "Yes, yeah, suck it! I told you, Isaiah Crowell's yeah. the answer." Fair, fair, you fair. You didn't
2: know he was playing in New York at the yeah. time you made the
0: trade. That's right. the problem. That's the <laughs> problem. long-term. Aaron Jones much more value than Isaiah Crowell.
2: I'm a 35 point favorite over him this week I'm I gonna, love it I'll find a way to lose Hope that. smack
0: him in the mouth <laughs> I think I get
2: a chance to uh scalp do a scalping
0: again this week against the scalp Steelers but I'll probably get beat I'll probably lose out to be honest and it'll get me all down in the you, I need lose to you, lose. Still, one. you still
1: make the playoffs if you lose out is there just one more
2: I need you to lose one you need me to lose one if I if I, I got your back if I buddy. win two you lose one? I got your
0: back I'm the number one seed. I got your back I'm gonna play uh <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play Nick Mullins this week Yes, actually, that's the truth. Patty Mahomes is on a buy. Nick Mullins is the guy. All right. So there you go. You might you might up. get you a loss, but he's that's the only buy I got. as quarterback. The rest right. of my team's intact. You're an all. 80 point
2: favorite. Maybe so I, maybe I'll
0: gonna... set the the uh, Vikings receivers for David Moore and uh, Richie James. I think I got for San Francisco. Marceau Eakman. so Eatman, Yeah. All right. All right. Wrap it up. Sometimes you got to be safe and wrap it up. Folks, we're going to wrap it up. Hopefully you enjoyed some trade deadline talk and this week's pre-game episode. Ugh, barks out. Good night. Peace. You know, I, I actually need you to talk for another second because I missed the sounder.
2: I got the home world in my hands. You're not going to fucking flop this snow beast. World in my hands. Am I done? Done talking. You're None done. Okay.
1: You won't flop to Snow Beast just because of who it is.
2: I might flop to. I don't know who I have. I got Neil. Like I could Not
1: even coming through, through the headphones. Yeah, Peace out, folks, thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight. The uh, the thing about Neil, Neil's team's not awful. I'm just
2: gonna. I'm just glad it'll be a new bye week.